Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, from the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 185 of Coach Unplugged. This week, we're going to talk to Coach Gibbons about coaching a small town, building a program, all those kind of things. But before we get to that, I really want to give a, a thank you and a shout out to our sponsor for, for all of September for Coach Unplugged. Um, Dr. Dish, it is a it is a great treatment machine. You should go check it out. Um, it's versatile. It has the technology. Um, it does a job in which every coach needs is to is to get repetitions and more shots up. Um, so, not only the technology online and the ability to to send workouts and have the machine do the workouts and all those things along with the player, but to be able to track it. So. Go over and check it out. It's a it's a great machine. If you ever have any questions, you can definitely shoot me an email, and I'm more than willing to help you on that. That's the first thing. Um, second thing is make sure that you're um, you're looking at uh, teachhoops.com. This is a this this episode is kind of us drawing back the curtain. It's a one-on-one call with one of our teachhoops members. We do these all the time. Um, it's a 14-day free trial. I think it's it's definitely worth it and something you should look into. Uh, especially with basketball season being right around the corner. Third thing is make sure you subscribe and like. We would really appreciate that. It doesn't take very long to go over and click those five stars on iTunes for us, and it does really mean a lot to us and, and help us get the word out about this great game of basketball. So let's get off to Coach Gibbons, and uh, here we go. Or so, um, introduce yourself. Tell me where you're from, what your coach, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Uh, name is uh, Joe Gibbons. Um, I am from Scranton, Pennsylvania, so northeast part of Pennsylvania. Um, I now coach at a uh, a local. Well, I guess it's not it's not that local. It's about 25 minutes north of Scranton. Um, it's a small rural school district, Mountain View High School. Okay. Um, and uh, entering my third year there now. Um, okay. But uh, before that, I was I coached at. Uh, uh, a local college, uh, Penn State campus is Penn State Scranton. 
Um, so I was there for about four years Okay. Uh, as an assistant. Okay. Um, you didn't happen to work at Dunder Mifflin. I'm sure you've heard Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, my God. We job. love the, the Memorial Dunder Basketball Program loves the office. So, um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get that right. a lot whenever. Yeah, I'm sure you do. All right. So, um, <laughs> all right. So, you went from a, a, an assistant to a head. Yeah. Uh, how was that transition? Um, it was, I thought I was prepared. I thought I was ready. I thought I had everything squared away. And obviously that's never, that's never the case, uh, when you make that jump. Um, but it was pretty smooth. I think the, the school district I went to, um, they had a string of, of coaches who, uh, weren't overly committed, I guess to say. Right. Um, and, uh, if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go all in. So, right. um, they kind of embraced me a lot and uh i have a great administration a very supportive great group of parents um from all the kids and stuff like that so um so that made it easy but that's good um i tell people yeah, it's a big I move guess, from this I, I tell people it's a really big move from that one one seat to the left it's a really big oh yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, well, the, the, the biggest the biggest thing i i, I guess was um and now all those all those problems and issues where I can say, oh, you're gonna have to bring that to the head coach. Now come to me, and it's right. like, oh man, now I got <laughs> I got to deal with this. I tell I tell people the best job the best job might be a varsity a vars a high school varsity assistant coach might be the best job in the place. <laughs> right headaches, but you get to be the, you get to coach the kids. And you don't have any of the headaches, and it's like your job is yeah. really not count. I mean, you're a high school assistant coach. You're probably not going to get fired because they're happy to have you. Um, not like being a, it's not like being a D one assistant if he gets you know. So it's I think it's one of the best gigs in the world. But anyway, um, all right. So so what's your questions for me as far as uh, the program questions, exosomes, whatever. Um, okay. Um, so I guess the, the the first thing I wanted to kind of start with was. Um, like I said, I'm at a, a, a rural school district. Um, so, I mean, kids live up to a half hour away from the school. Okay. Um, and, um, so I do my best to get them in the gym at least twice a week over the summer, uh, for about an hour and a half. And all last summer I did just entirely skill work, um, like individual fundamental stuff, offense, defense, I mean, you name it. Yep. And, um, Numbers weren't great. I had like five or six kids, um, but the five or six that were there were committed. They were always there, but I didn't get a great, um, I didn't get the results I thought I would have gotten um, from doing that. Okay. So, um, so explain to me the rules in scratch in, in Pennsylvania, first of all, um, for what you can do in the summer. So it, it's, it's pretty broad. The way it's written is basically as long as I'm not a representative of the school, I can do whatever I want, meaning basically it's almost like if I don't make it mandatory, you're pretty much good to go. Okay. Um, you know, and I don't go in there as the head boys basketball coach at Mountain View High School. I'm just having an open gym where kids can come. Anybody can come. Okay. The gym's open. You want to come play and that stuff. Okay. Um, but there's and no then, limit on instruction or anything like there's that. There's no limit on instruction. Okay, good. So, and then give me, give me a synopsis of what you would do in a week. And then I'll tell you some things I've, I've had a couple coaches I've talked to in the rural that I think can help, but, um, yeah. So give me a little synopsis of what you would do during the week. Like with, let's say these so, five or six come in, we'll talk about trying to get more of them in in a second, but what do you do with right. those five or six? 
those five or six, we'll usually, we'll usually start with ball handling. We'll do about 10 to 15 minutes of ball handling. Um, and then usually from ball handling, we go right into passing. Okay. Um, and we'll do, we'll do some, just some, we'll really, I, I really broke it down and, you know, get them. It's like fourth and fifth grade stuff. Like you get them across from each other and we're doing, uh, we'll start with chest passes, we'll okay. go bounce passes yep. and then you, add, yep. you know, add in the second okay. ball and that stuff. Okay. Um, and then from there, we I really broke it down, and we did a lot of stuff. Uh, we'll go like on uh, like finishing right hand, left hand layups. Um, like I said, I break it down. I'd have them start one step away from the basket and just take a step, and then go shoot it. Right. And then gradually back them out where they get more comfortable doing that. Um, and then we probably you know we would do just like some shooting drills and stuff like that. And, and how are um, they on those? I mean, how, how are those five or six? Are they able to do all this stuff effectively? four of them can yeah the, the the there's there's at least two that are still they're behind i guess you know they, they can they can do it but it, it doesn't look pretty <laughs> okay and how many of those six play for you like like uh, uh so let's see uh probably the, the four that were there uh actually got minutes this year two of them started okay two and then what started. about the other three starters where were the other three starters soccer okay they, they don't they don't they they so the other three starters were all in on soccer i think two of them are definitely playing division three soccer okay um and then the other one uh he's still unsure about but they they would do they do like soccer all summer long okay all soccer's right. huge up, up at the school Matt. it is okay so um so what's and, and how did the season go what were what were the strengths and the weaknesses as far as your season? So why did you not think it went well? I just didn't see a lot of that stuff. We did kind of kind of translate um, as well as I thought with those kids. I mean, we we would do, and then we we would even do like um, I thought we were weak with the basketball a lot the year before. So we did a lot of like pressure um, dribbling or you know protecting the ball and stuff like that, and we would still just get it ripped. Okay. Um, so is, is so what's your biggest issue? Not being able to score, getting turning the ball over, not rebound, not being able, not being able to score. We we only averaged about forty three points a game last year. Okay, and are they, do they are they able to get shots? <laughs> yeah, but th- there's a reason they do because the other teams leave them open. <laughs> okay, so here's my here's here's my thought with with so you can't so living in I live in a I live in a metropolitan area of about four hundred thousand. Right. So we can get competition. I can get competition for my sixteen year old whenever I need it. Um, yeah. We have that plus. I realize that. So I've talked to several coaches who don't have that who live in uh, you know up you know like um, on Golden Pond kind of is northern Wisconsin and Minnesota. It's you know okay. like upstate yeah. New, like New Hampshire. It's crazy. There's nobody. So they have to be able to figure out how to develop their kids if they're not playing like AAU. So I think you should, you should, you should work on two skills. <laughs> you shouldn't worry about passing. You shouldn't worry about, you, you should, you should make them shooters and ball handlers. Um, <laughs> and I would, I would track the shooting like no tomorrow. Um, Cause if you can make four of those guys shooters, shooting can make up for a lot of ills. Um, if you right. go on the hole. Um, and then you, if you're, if the boys that aren't coming know that, Hey, we're just coming in for an hour and we're going to shoot. Um, do you, do you have a gun or a machine or anything like that? We don't, you don't, we okay. don't. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get one this, this year, but 
uh, it's tough going because I just talked to school into buying us new uniforms last year. So. Yeah, they're, and they're expensive. So, like I bought, I, yeah. we just bought a Dr. Dish that actually has all the stuff on the phone. It's crazy. So, oh, wow. and it tracks it. Um, so you can track the makes and the misses and the workouts and they have like all these pre-grown workouts and everything's run through the phone. So we just got it two weeks ago. Okay. We picked, we had an old gun that's like 10 years old. Um, right. but anyway, so the, the only reason I like that thing, it's like, it's no different than your friends rebounding for you, but it's like, a, it's right. like, it, it makes them feel it's like their generation with a phone and the, I don't know, but, um, yeah. so I would do something where you like, I don't, I mean, you can't make it mandatory, but let's come in and let's see who can make 10,000 shots kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. You know, something where you, it's like, you know, and then maybe you could get the soccer guys come in and say, Hey, we're going to go shoot for 30 minutes and then we're going to play for 20 minutes because everybody likes to play. Um, yeah. You know, no one wants to come into a hot gym in July and do passing drills or, you know, do, <laughs> I mean, they, they just don't, they just don't want to do it. Yeah. So I think what you have to do is if you're, if you can't get competition to increase your level, then you have to increase the level on some of the skills. And that's why I asked the question about what skills you need to work on. You know, I, you know, passing is obviously very important and all that stuff attacking the rim is important. I'd work on shooting. And I, like I said, I'd work on shooting and dribbling. Um, because okay. I think that can get you out of most situations. The dribbling yeah. can get you out of maybe some of the the getting the ball stolen. You know, there's other things about pivoting and breaking all that stuff. But I think yeah. that can do it. And I think and I you know um, I think the shooting can definitely take it. You know, I'd I'd make sure that each kid shot a thousand threes because mm. all of a sudden you make ten threes in a game, and the you know if you're only averaging forty something and you make ten threes, there's yeah. 30, you know, there's 30 right there. Um, so, you know, that's where you might want to think, what do you run offensively? I ran a, well, I ran two different, uh, two different five out motions. So I ran basically what Bob Huggins runs at West Virginia. Okay. Yep. Um, just the open post. And yep. then I ran, uh, the five out you, you've probably seen, it's just a, a side ball screen, um, continuous motion. It's, it's, it's came from Europe. You you probably know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 but, the, but if you can pop on that, you know, I wouldn't, you know, are they, were, did you, did you score attacking the rim or did you score off kicks? More attacking the rim. Okay. So they're, 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 they have an ability to attack the rim. So now all of a sudden when they get stopped, if you can pop it out and hit a three, I think that might help. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so when did you do the shoot arounds? I was, I usually do those um, or the workouts. Yeah, it was usually Tuesday and Tuesday Thursday nights. Okay, and um, and did you talk to the kids that had conflicts to figure out when they could come? Yeah, yeah, I did, and they would like it, it's it's crazy. They would tell me they'll be there, and then just not. No, I, I won't hear from from well, they're gone now, but. I didn't hear from them for months. Right. So, what about the you know, younger November, so, November 17th. So is that going to so happen with the younger kids coming up? Let's talk. If they're gone, let's not worry about them. Then. Yeah. What about no, the, yeah, the, so the group? The group I have coming up, um, basically, it was there's there's six of them that are are, are pretty committed. They're sophomores now. OK. Um, and I, I, I talked them into playing AAU in the spring. Um, which took a lot of convincing and, uh, and they'll be around. We start summer league in two weeks. Okay. Um, and then and we'll be your, around for what open about gyms. Your freshman class. So here's, so, <laughs> this is the other problem. 
before I got there, the youth program was, was basically in shambles. Okay. Um, the, the coach that was there, uh, it was basically like he was the only guy that wanted to do it. Um, and he wasn't very, uh, people in the community didn't really like him. So kids, kids weren't playing because of him and parents weren't letting their kids play because of him. Okay. So, so the, so long story short, I have one kid as a freshman that I think can ever see varsity minutes. And then, so my, my eighth graders right now, there's another only one kid that I think can ever see varsity minutes. And what are the so other I kids doing? After the, they just, there was, so they just weren't playing. So there was, uh, the year that I got there, there was seven kids between seventh and eighth grade. Okay. And so what do you, what, let's talk yeah. about youth programs. So let's talk long-term. We'll talk marathon now, right? Yeah. Sprints. Cause I think that can be your short, you, you basically got to convince. So this is similar to like 20 plus years ago when I took over the Memorial program, I was the only applicant. Mm-hmm crazy only applicant um had had six winning seasons in in like 35 years 40 years i mean now we've had like a couple nba guys it's crazy but it's you know i i had to weather the storm for five or six years um so the youth program could kind of come up um and build itself so you got to get and how many schools are in your district just one. It's just uh, we just have a high school and a middle school. It's right across. Everybody, uh, I hope you're enjoying that as much as I am. Couple things. First of all, this is me showing you or letting you listen in on one of our one-on-one calls with our Teach Hoops members. One of the many things that that we offer at Teach Hoops. Um, you know, there's other app, there's other things out there, and there's other ways of getting DVDs, and there's the Netflix for basketball coaches. But I don't know if anybody that does the one-on-one calls and the office hours and the things that we do on a regular basis. Um, 14 day free trial, go over and check it out and make sure you subscribe and like, we would really appreciate that. All right, let's get back to coach Gibbons. elementary school. It's right across the street. Okay. So, so you, I would get out to the elementary. Yeah. I would get to the elementaries. I'd get to the middles, say, I want to run free clinics. I want to do fun stuff, you know, give them shirts, you know, have your varsity guys come and run like a Saturday morning program where you get them all. You got to get kids excited about basketball. Um, so I mean, it's and then once they get excited, trust me, the moms and dads will pop out of the woodwork because um, they want their kids. To, <laughs> right. They will. I mean, if their kids like chess, they'll they'll take them to a chess club. You know, it's like <laughs> right. you got to convince yeah. them that they want to be basketball players. Um, right. So that's like you know you know I would even run a summer camp and not even charge. Just get them in the gym, get them excited, give them a t-shirt, give them like candy, mm-hmm. give them Gatorade, whatever it takes. Because you just got to get yeah. excited, and then um, you got to find somebody you trust that can help run your youth program, um, right? So you don't have to necessarily do it, and say, "Hey, let's come up with a plan of what we can do," um, you know. And then eventually, you maybe can become, you know, a nonprofit and all that kind of stuff. But if you're tiny <laughs> at this point, it's like, all right, let's figure out what we can do to get kids excited to play basketball. Um, you know, I think. I, I don't know. I think that's, right, yeah. I think that's really important um, moving forward because you got to think maybe I got to go find some seventh graders <laughs> or sixth graders. Yeah, well, so, so the, what I, um, I'm not in the school. I don't teach in the school. Okay. Um, I work, I work, you know, I work in a, a private company, but um, the, um, I got the gym teacher 
to take over the seventh and eighth grade program for me. So okay. I had a guy in the school and he was a bar, he coached varsity at Mountain Dew back in the nineties. So, okay. um, I trust him to, and, and we doubled our numbers this past year. We had 14 kids. That's awesome. Uh, between seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. It's just, just okay. by, just by getting him in there. Um, right. And the youth, for like the, right. Yeah. And the, the younger, the younger, uh, program, you know, there's, there's a lot of kids in it. Uh, you know, they usually do Saturday mornings, um, and it's, it's co-ed, but there's probably 50 or 60 kids in there. Right. Um, it's just it was, in the past, I think I, after that, that ends at usually sixth grade. And then after that, I don't know, those kids would just, would just, I don't know where they would go. They would just get lost and, and not end up playing in seventh and eighth. Right. And I don't know if it was due to that coach or if they just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. So that's where you got to try to make, you got to sure make, make sure maybe that maybe the year between sixth and seventh, you do, you, you pigeon that whole, that year and say, uh, you know, we're going to do a three on three tournament or we're going to do right. know, something where you can pigeonhole those kids to get, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like I always think about, it, it's like we have four winter sports. We have swimming, we have wrestling, we have um, hockey and we have basketball in our school. Well, if I don't get my claws on them by the time they're, you know, they put skates on or they get in the pool or they go to wrestling, then I'm going to lose them. So I got to try to get them as soon as I can. And, you know, maybe they're doing those other things, but, you know, I can't make a, a kid that's played hockey since eighth grade a basketball player in three years. Um, right. You know, in our program, I can't do it. So I got to try to get as soon as I can down there to get them. Um, but I think – I. I so I think there's two takeaways from this. I think you got to figure out something for the kids that are coming back to improve a limited skill set. I think you got to, you know, uh -huh. shave off that that workload and say we're going to become and whatever it is that you want to do. I don't know. Maybe we want to be great yeah. screening team, whatever. We or we want to be able to. Maybe we only want to work on attacking the rim in our offense. I don't know. But right. I think you got to narrow that down to maybe two things, and we're those are the two things okay. we're going to work on. Um, and then if you think you have kids that are bought in at sixth grade, I would say, Hey, or that are going to be, they're going to be sophomores or are going to be juniors. They they're going to be juniors. They're going to be juniors. So I would, I would ride that horse man and say, Hey, let's yeah. go. We're going to do this guys. You know, maybe we got to come in in the morning and maybe we can get a couple more. If we come in in the morning, we'll come in and from, you'll have the whole day. We'll come in from six to seven or what do you guys want to do? When's oh. the best time for you? so we can get everybody right. here. Um, and you know, uh, maybe you do it three days a week. If you, if you can get more of them coming in, um, they can definitely yeah, usually, usually we'll start, we'll start two days a week between like May and May, June and July. And then once August hits, I usually go like a weekend, like a Saturday morning right? Just to get a third day in there. So they get, busy, um, yeah. and then just keep just keep increasing it as the, as the season gets closer. Okay. So, yeah. So I think that's the first thing with your guys, um, you know, kind of sit down and think about what you want to do. And then I think the youth part is, I think that's great. If you took, if you feel like the seventh and eighth grade thing is kind of fixed, then I yeah. would figure out, you know, you got to think, all right, if you're thinking I want this job for a while, I got to go down and think about the elementary kids. I got to think about, all right, how can I keep them engaged moving forward? You know, Right. Um, yeah. All boys at our games or youth night at our games or, you know, whatever it is, I just got to try to keep them engaged. Um, or So they see me, they see our boys and um, they become engaged with it, you know? 
Right, right, right. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, uh, so the other, the other kind of things I had was, uh, the past two years, um, I played, I played pretty slow. Okay. And I was thinking about this year because I have those, those two B juniors and they're all athletic. I don't really yep. have a, a true big guy. Yep. Um, I was thinking about playing fast, a lot faster this year and getting yep. up and down and, and oh my putting God. in the primary and, and secondary break. Oh my God. If you're so, so I would tell them, this is why we're going to get in the gym this summer because we're going to go. And you know what, yeah. if we get in the gym this summer and we're on the break and you have an open three, take it kind of thing. Yeah. You, know, you have to right. sell to them. to why do we want to pay the price? <laughs> because you are right. Yeah. I mean, and then if John shoots that and I'm running down the break and he shoots that, well, it's going to be a long rebound. I can get the offensive rebound too. So teams are just – that's an easy sell. Trust me. I mean, that's the like you got to sit them in a room and say, hey, we were pretty slow. I believe in you guys. Here's what we can do. But right. if we want to do this, we got to get in the gym and we got to take you know 10,000 shots and we got to go at them. Um, and then right. we, we could talk about pressure and you could maybe, you know, all of a sudden, um, put some pressure on them, do some running jumps. And I said, this is going to be fun. If you've been watching the NBA playoffs, yeah. we're going to play, you know, we're going to be Houston. Let's go. But we're not going to, yeah. we're not going to be Houston if you guys don't commit. Yeah, yeah, um, in the gym, yeah. yeah. And I think that that's, you are like literally selling a, you know, a new Jaguar to them. It's not a hard sell. Trust me. <laughs> Um, right they're gonna want yeah i mean we we last year we played we played we got progressively faster from the first year to this past year but we i pressed a lot last year i didn't necessarily run a lot offensively unless we got a turnover right um but we pressed um almost the entire game and the reason we did it was so i always say this about our division it's all small rural schools and each team has one player that's really good the team that usually has two guys that are really good, usually wins the division. Right. So the reason I pressed was, and it's usually guards, the reason I pressed was now I'm getting the ball out of his hands and making guys that don't normally shoot take quick shots. And it worked right. for us. Right. You, you yeah, us there's a, a reason so. they're open. There's a reason you're open. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning about being in a rural school district. If you get three shooters, you're gonna they're going to think you're the, you know. Yeah, yeah it's going to be unbelievable. Like, you know, right. You increase five percentage points. All of a sudden it's like, Holy crud. We got to defend him, him and him. It's like, right. that's the problem. Right. It's like, and all these guys should like, man, I can be a score. I can, you know, you can help us put us on a, on the map and all. I mean, teenage boys are, have, you can feed on their egos. Trust me. It's very, right. Right. there's a lot of psychology with that. And um, when you do it, it's like, They'll buy in. It's like this mob mentality. It's like, oh, we get to go shoot. And I and, and on Teach Hoops, I have that. Here, I'll show you. I, I was pulling it up because I was showing it to somebody. Hold on, I'll pull it up. I think I got it. It's right here. So this thing keeps track of all the shots. I have my son do this. So, like, today is the 20th. This is a generic one. So these are twos. These are threes. Right. These are free throws. And it will keep track of it. So if I, like, go three for four, um, then it will put it up here and it's green because that's a good percentage. But oh, then the next okay, day, yeah. the next day, if he's two for seven, you know, and then, Ooh, it's not as good. 
So the percentage okay. goes down. Okay. If it gets, and if it gets red, then it's bad. I just, it's just kind of yeah. that visual thing for them to see. Um, but, the, the, and then what I do is <laughs> I find something that's got, that's got all those little golf, I buy those little golf pencils and I just have tons of them. Right. I lose them all the time and you just keep them there. And it's like, all right, because there's something, and then they can, when they get home, they can do this on whatever. Um, but yeah. it's more about keeping track of it. So like, like I told you with the Dr. Dish that my son's on, he's like, he's taken 2000 shots in the last couple of weeks, but mm. whatever, he could have done that without the thing. But I like that yeah. by the time season comes around, I can say, Drew, you took 17,000 shots, shoot the ball. You can shoot the ball. <laughs> you know, it's it's right. a mental thing. It's like, you've done these 27 math problems. You can do this. You know, mm. so it's like when they see that it's like, and then there's a little bit of a competition. Um, because yeah. what I have them do is I have them do it in partners when they're doing it. And then the partner fills out the other guys. So they, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you're shooting 20 shots. How many did I make? Eight. Out, and then he goes and fills it out. And then the other guy rebounds and then they flip flop. Right. Um, so yeah, that way yeah. you know, they can keep track of each other's. They're kind of keeping each other accountable. Um, and there's some, you know, yeah, I think it's a great thing, but something to keep yeah, track of. Into that, yeah. Okay. All right, I got to get about two minutes, Coach, and we can do this again for sure. But yeah. okay, uh, all right. So the other, so this this will be a quick one. Yep. Um, we lost last year in the our district quarterfinal, and there was one point in the game where I thought I blew it for us, and I'll explain the scenario. I want to get your opinion on it. Okay. So we were we were up three thirty three thirty with fifty seven seconds left in the third quarter, right? Okay. My two, my two best guards both had three fouls. We were on defense. We got a, we, there was a, a ball went out of bounds, I think. We were, the clock was stopped. Um, so I pulled my two guards because I didn't want them to pick up a stupid fourth, either one of them, right? And I'm thinking, worst case scenario, we go into the fourth quarter down one or tied. You know, there's 57 seconds left. Couple well, threes. we go into the fourth quarter down 37-33. They scored seven straight points in the last minute, and I've been kicking myself about that okay. decision for, yeah. so, for three months. So it, never, now. it never, it never comes down to one thing. So it's the same thing I tell my players. Yeah. But what I would do, especially with three, if they both had four, I get it. I'd have pulled one of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have pulled one of them, sat the other one, and then oh yeah. god, if that one gets one, then maybe I pull it and we slow the ball down, <laughs> or I even take a timeout at that point and say, hey, we're not shooting it again. Um, right. You know, three in the third isn't, you know, it's that weird spot, especially if you can go to a zone at that point. Do you play zone? I don't play. Well, I have, I, I put it, usually put in the Amoeba, the one, one, three. Yeah. But we weren't great at it this past year. Yeah. So, so I, that's I, something I, we I should talk I'm about. I'm not a fan of zone. Yeah. So that's something we should talk about another time because <laughs> if you're playing man, 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 and you go zone, that will take a good 20 seconds for them to figure out what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and yeah. Reset your yeah. stuff and all that. So that's why I always think it's good, even if you're a man team, have a zone in. You know, yeah. I've done it more than once. We've played man literally for all the entire game. There's two minutes left and we're up six. I'll go to a zone just because it will, make them, it will just the, – the adjustment period for high school kids is so slow. Um, right. But that, you know, they got to play some defense too, coach. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah well yeah we kind of got out of sorts we, we took a bad shot and yeah 
Well, and that's, and, that, and that's something we'll, we'll talk about again at, at, at a later point, but that's where situational stuff is really important in practice. Right. Like, yeah. so I, you know, that's uh, early in my career, I didn't spend as much on time on situations and I got a, like a, a stack of note cards about two inches tall that I've made over and I just write down situations. This one will probably get on a note card now. And then we'll, right. my assistant just grabs three of them and we do them. So it's my yeah. practice in their practice. Um, but that's a, yeah, right. that's a good, that was not on you for sure. All right. <laughs> we'll talk again, coach. Um, and we'll do some zone stuff. I'm going to get you doing like a three, two, okay. especially if you're tiny. All right. All right, coach. Okay, yeah, talk yeah. to you soon. Bye. Awesome. All right. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I know I did make sure you subscribe and like, make sure you um, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better and seasons click, 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 click is coming soon. And we're here to help. So um, just like I was able to, to talk through some things with Coach Gibbons, I can do the same thing with you. So go over and check out teachhoops.com 14-day free trial. Have a great week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.